Right here on 104.9, the horn is a new theme Thursday. The Idealionaire, Patrick Davis, plays jams and songs. They're supposed to provide us with clues and hints about the new theme of the day. All right. It's got to be that. It's got to be. Both of those two songs talking about it putting your mouth three on. three songs. Oh, after the that. first one, I didn't really recognize the, the YouTube The first one. song was called Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Ah. That was the name of that first one. Okay. Then Kiss Me All Over. By Exile and then Kissed by Prince. It is International Kissing Day. Oh, shout out to female listener number 17. She did ask if we were kissing today. I guess that's We are not, the, but the internationally. <laughs> uh, there you go. Internationally in the 512. International <laughs> Kissing Day. It's like day for every damn okay, thing these okay, days. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. I like that. So uh, lots of songs that are all about kissing, smooching, uh, and uh, a lot of um, beautiful Lip play, mm-hmm. I'm sure. A lot of other uh, very creative songs about that. I'm trying to think about songs about kissing. I'm sure there's a lot of them. Yeah. I can't think there's of the top of my head. It's a bunch of them, I'm sure. There's a few. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, thanks to my man, Patrick, the ideal unair, always hooking us up on a new theme Thursday. You can be a part of the show, Specs Tech Science. The best way to do it, 512-337-3776. We'll get into some NBA discussion here. Uh, lots of discussion, of course, about Dame Lillard and where he'll end up. Uh, we'll also talk about the Mavs and their trade for Grant Williams yesterday and give you some more uh, points about the Mavs offseason uh, that you might have missed because uh, there you can tell there's a plan in Dallas yep. uh, right now. And uh, I think a lot of people being really, really complimentary of the Mavs offseason so far. So we'll get into that to a little bit. But I think we got to start, gentlemen, with the, the big story in, in the NBA right now uh, that involves Victor Wimbanyama, mm-hmm. the number one overall pick in this past year's NF- NBA draft, and Britney Spears, a once-beloved, once-iconic pop star. In American pop culture. Mm-hmm. So according to TMZ, this is crazy. Uh, according to TMZ, there was apparently an incident <laughs> um, where the, the security detail for Victor Winbanyama in Las Vegas were trying to usher him all right, through a crowd of people and reportedly... Uh, Britney Spears, who is a fan. Now, is she a fan of the Spurs, Patrick, or is she a fan of Victor Wimbanyama? Uh, I think like she's she a fan of big celebrities. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it says here, fan. I was like, fan? She's a yeah. fan of what? Spurs or Victor? No, she, I she's mean, a fan of Victor because she knew who he was. Okay, so yeah. Celeste. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's, yeah. a, he's the biggest name in Vegas this week. You no know, I've been all over, all, oh, yeah. all, all, all everywhere, so I'm sure she was like, oh, I want to meet this guy. Like, I'm a star in, in Vegas, okay. too. All right, so Britney has never come up as a Spurs fan. Never, I've never noticed her at any games. <laughs> never ran <laughs> each other at the AT&T Center. What well, the Wimby effect is real, then, because Britney, Wimby effect is real. Hey, she said she's paying attention now. Uh, so Britney and her, I'm sure she had an entourage as well. They walked over 
um, to try to you know meet Victor Wimbenyama. And as they were, and it, that, the, the restaurant they were entering was called Catch. So as they were entering this restaurant called Catch, reportedly, allegedly, uh, Britney spotted Victor, said she was a big fan. Uh, at least TMZ says she was a big fan. Uh, and she she tapped him on the back. At least mm-hmm. attempted to tap on the back. Her entourage or members of it claimed that she was trying to get a photo. Makes sense. All right? Trying to put it on the gram. Yep. And <clears throat> they direct- to put it on the gram. Yeah, the director of team security for the San Antonio Spurs, it says here, um, instantly... It says backhanded her, causing her to fall to the ground, knocking her glasses off. Says uh, reportedly Brittany composed herself and went to her table. We're told the security guy came over to the table and apologized. He said, you understand how it is when you're being sworn by fans. He apologized and Brittany accepted it. By the way, we're told he also said he uh, he slapped her and he didn't know who she was. That that so could be very true. Is that I thought you were just some fan trying to? If I knew it was Britney trying to do it, I wouldn't have slapped you. Right. I'd have been like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're like, like hold thought on. you was just some jabroni out there. They get a back, backhanded exactly. slap. Exactly. Uh, Britney's security team spent time with Victor's security guy, and afterward, her team filed a police report. Uh, it says here. So um, there's a police report at least saying yeah, what happened. There yep. was, but I think it's going to be wiped off because she went. He went over and apologized. She accepted the apology, and I think it was more of. Hey, you got to be careful running up on people because a lot of people don't know Britney Spears anymore. <laughs> oh, that's hurtful. But it's true. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it's not even, it's not even <laughs> I'm not trying to be <laughs> mean. <laughs> but we don't know you no more. Right. Yeah. The bigger question is how many times has she had security <laughs> knock take somebody, somebody out, out yeah. for her? Yep. Because it's fair. Because people are going to be trying to. And some idiot will come up and just be like, hey, I'm trying to just touch her. And you're like, yeah, you don't, you're not allowed to touch people like that. Yeah, in no. this day and age, unfortunately, we cannot allow that because there are cycles out there yeah. who they will use so that I get it. to try I, to put I would, I would believe – now, look, there is, it, there's cameras everywhere in Vegas because of it being the town it is. So I, it seems unlikely that there's no video evidence of this happening. And most likely it's because there's a police report. The police will hold it for a while, and then eventually it will come out. Uh, but, yeah, I would like to believe that it's something of where he was literally just waving his arms and she was where he waved his arms and she got slapped in the face because of it. But I've hit people doing working for bands that you don't mean to hit them, but you're just trying to push away people because mm-hmm. they're, hey, let's all climb on stage. And you're like, no, no, not happening. Yeah. And you're, so you have to push people back. There's stuff that happens in it. Uh, it's it's unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy that this is a story. I don't know. I don't know if Tim Duncan. This is a story. Uh, no, it's not a story. Because Tim Duncan he's wouldn't not, be out there. He's not in Vegas. He's not going to catch. He's not going <laughs> he's, to the restaurant. He's, yeah, like, he's I'm ordering room the, service. Yes. Bring my food to my room. <laughs> exactly. And I, don't, I don't, eat food in my room. No, saying, <laughs> I don't know. It's spur. This is. It's just. It's crazy that, that it's. He's already made. He's been in the U.S. for two weeks. He's already on TMZ. He's got a couple of stories already, man. I love it. I love it. Oh, here's yeah. some updates on the story from TMZ, gentlemen. Um, it did says uh, law enforcement sources tell TMZ the man listed on the police report as the one who, who uh, accidentally, smacked allegedly, up. reportedly smacked Brittany, backhanded her, <laughs> is Damian Smith, the director of team security for the Spurs. Um, says here, our sources say it is not it is not being handled as a criminal matter because the cops determined Smith was not trying to hurt Brittany, but 
the Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj's house. But there is an update on TMZ that says we're told Vegas police brass will be meeting face to face with Britney this morning. Uh, it said obviously in the morning to discuss the incident. Um, and it also says that another update it said we just received contrary information about the police investigation from a source high up in the Metro PD. Our source says this is indeed a criminal investigation and they are taking the incident seriously. Come on, man. The source adds the case will likely be referred to the DA, although that does not mean criminal charges will be filed. And, yeah, that's the last update from TMZ. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have this Victor Wembanyama audio? He's already been asked about it. Of course. They're He's going a, all in on him, man. It's a big story. It, it, first, one of the first questions they asked him about was not, oh, you got to play your, you about to play your first game, how you how feel. Excited how excited are you about your first game, teammates? Vegas? Nope. Ask him about somebody backhanding Britney Spears in his security detail. Here's uh, Victor Wimbanyama. So uh, what happened last night is uh, I saw the news, obviously, this, uh, this morning. I woke up to a couple of phone calls. And... Uh, uh, so yeah, there was a there was some something did happen a little bit when uh, I was walking with the, with some security of the, the team to the to, to some restaurant. We were in a hall. There was a, a lot of people, so people calling me obviously. And there was one person one person who was uh, who was calling me, but uh, we talked before with the security. Don't stop because it's gonna make it's gonna make a, a crowd. So I, I couldn't stop. So that person was calling me, sir, sir. And that person grabbed me from behind. So. Uh, I didn't see I didn't see what happened because I was walking straight and we told don't stop. But that person grabbed me from behind, not on my shoulder. She grabbed me from behind, and uh, so I, I just know that the security pushed her away. I don't know with how with how much force though, but uh, security pushed her away, and uh, I didn't I didn't stop for, to look, so I kept walking and uh, enjoyed a nice dinner. <laughs> Wasn't it? That was fun, really, guys. Just one follow up. Person from behind. So, uh, actually, I, I didn't know for a couple hours. But when we, when, uh, when I came back to the hotel, uh, I had like a, I had forgotten about B7. But the, I mean, I didn't forget about it. But I, knew, I, I thought it was no big deal. And uh, and the, the security of this person told me it was a Britney Spears. So I was first. I was like, uh, no, you, you're joking. But, yeah, it turns, it turns out it was Britney Spears. I know. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's Victor Wimanyama. He was asked about it, and he says, yeah, basically security detail. We're trying to usher him to the restaurant. They said you can't stop because too many people want a, yep. they want a conversation. They want a picture, all this, and we can't address that. So that's kind of how it went down. Now, there's a witness. TMZ <laughs> found a witness. You know they're going to find a witness. Man, like I said, that's, that's, <laughs> how, that's why I always believe that Tim Tebow was indeed a virgin. Because they would have found a witness that he wasn't. If he wasn't before mm-hmm. he got married. Uh, but here's TMZ. They said they have a this witness, and this is the audio you're about to hear, to the whole thing. It's a little about it's a little lengthy, but he goes into some detail about this eyewitness account. Here it is. Wemby was walking into the area uh, heading to catch when there was a, a fan who afterwards we found out was Britney Spears was uh, approaching him with a British accent uh, saying, excuse me, sir excuse me sir and just kept trying to go towards him uh when eventually uh he was heading when Wemby and his and his entourage were heading into uh, the restaurant where um into catch that's when Brittany sort of in- infiltrated her way into this circle and one of his uh bodyguards uh gave her like a backhand sl- uh, slap across the face 
So explain um, specifically what was Brittany doing? Was Did she make contact with him? Did she touch him? Describe, like, literally the blow-by-blow blow of how that all happened. So she was approaching him and using, like, like I said, a British accent, saying, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir, I guess trying to get his attention for a, possibly a picture. But when she walked, when they walked right into the catch restaurant, that's when she leaned in, sort of got her way into... Uh, the circle and started to put her hand on his uh, back shoulder or his back because he's pretty tall so towards his back and then that's when uh, the bodyguard just turned around uh, slapped her across the face and knocked off her sunglasses. Did you see his hand make contact with her face? Yeah you, you saw the hand but uh, you also heard the slap. You know it's interesting is it possible and I'm not suggesting this did you see her him hit her hand and her hand hit his face or was it his hand that squarely hit her face? No, it would be the hand that hit the face. And you saw her sunglasses fly off. They flew off, yes. Did she fall to the ground? I uh, I don't think she fell. At that point there was a lot of commotion uh with people in the way, but I I don't recall her seeing her fall to the ground. Just sort of go to the side and like like hunch over. When did you realize that it was Britney Spears? Not until this morning when uh, we started seeing more reports on the news. After the slap, what happened? Did Victor walk in the restaurant? What did Britney do? Can you describe that? Yeah, he just, Victor walked right in, kept going. Uh, a couple of people stayed behind sort of uh, to, I would say, check on her or, or maybe they didn't, I'm, I'm telling you, they didn't know. I'm guessing they didn't know it was Britney. So just to restrain this person from getting any closer. Uh, and then that's when afterwards they sort of try to walk her out of the restaurant. She screamed and using a British accent. That's what she was using the whole time. This is in America. And she was saying that in an angry, like angry that she had been. Yes, it was an angry tone. So did you eventually see her walk into the restaurant as well? No. So we didn't see her at that point walk in, but when we finished our meal and came back out, she was still hanging around and there was uh, other, I guess she had a group of people around her and then she walked through Aria covering her face with a with a hat. Oh man, okay. There's a lot There's to unpack so much here, guys. Unpack. Okay, can we start with the British accent for Brittany? Why and when did the British accent start? Maybe she would be, maybe they wouldn't have mistaken her for some random jabroni. Agreed. If Brittany wasn't speaking in a British accent, come on, Brittany. And yeah, she probably no, wasn't looking like Britney Spears either. Come on, Brittany. You British? know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, I mean, considering the fact no one else was like, oh, Britney Spears is here. It seems like they would be, be like, there's two celebrities in this hallway. Exactly. And they were they were all focused on one. <sighs> So did she, her, Britney, her British accent, her fake one, worked because nobody, nobody thought that was Britney Spears. Maybe that she stayed in character. Maybe she's listening to Patrick's advice about road rage. Yes. What's your <laughs> road rage advice with people? The road rage advice is when uh, you get mad in road rage is to have an accent and do a silly voice when you yell at somebody in road rage <laughs> so that you won't, you won't stay mad. And a British accent always works. Honestly, it does. Okay. Yeah. So maybe like she's that. taking Patrick's advice. I don't know that. Okay, so that was a the strangest part. Right now, she yelled, this is America, in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> this, no, this is effing America, right? This, this is effing America. This is effing yeah. America in, in a, a British, British accent. accent. Wow. Where, where there was nothing that was done un-American in there. <laughs> Apparently, in her America, you can just grab people. Oh, yeah. man. And then think about this, too. That wow. Somebody just tweeted this to me wow. and said, this man was trying to get his first ever breakfast taco two weeks ago. 
Now he's in Vegas in a Britney Spears scandal. Yeah, exactly. this dude, this dude is like, I want to go back to France. <laughs> I don't even want to be here I now. Think, I think he's, I think he's loving it actually. I mean, because he didn't seem like he was, you know, shaking or anything about it, he, or, or even worried about it, or stressed about it. Yeah, he just, it was a very unfortunate situation that he, he's, it's, it's not directly. His fault or anything? Like no, he, was he, just wasn't, a, he didn't no. do he was anything. Just, he was just a part of no, it. And, insecurity. And, and for the record, everyone else is saying that he she tapped him on the back, and then when Wimbenyama said it, she goes, "I felt I got grabbed by the back." <laughs> Which you're like, "Well, that's yeah. different. That is totally tapping different. a grab is pretty different." And he's a seven and, and foot three and again, man. Seven, again, yeah. for someone slapping, I find it hard to believe any trained security guard is like, "Yeah, I'm just backhanding people away." It, this, you may make contact, but this is a trying to knock a hand away. From your hand is on my guy's back. I have to get your hand off my back, my guy's back immediately, because wow. I don't know what you have in another hand. I don't know what you're gonna do. And then also, I, I like I know this sucks now for everybody who just wants an autograph or just wants to say hi or a get selfie. a picture. Yeah. Uh, there's people out there who will go to every single event with 25 things that they're gonna try and sell on eBay, and especially for a rookie, mm-hmm. and they're gonna walk in with 50 things mm-hmm. and make you feel guilty that you don't sign them unless you sign the 50 things. It happens to everybody. I've seen it happen to Coach Sark. I've seen it happen to Coach Herman. Yep. I've seen it happen to Coach Strong. Uh, coaches shows that they will come there with 15 things, and you basically have to escort the coach away because they're going to be the nice guy. Mm-hmm. But these are literally just – and they'll show up every week with 15 more things to sell. Yeah. And, and so there's a point of it where you just have to be like, look, we, I, we don't want to treat people like this, but we have to because there's people that we're going to try and take advantage of the system, and they're going to stand directly in front of them as we're trying to go eat with 100 rookie cards yeah, and say, can you sign all these rookie cards? This one's for my uncle, and this one's for my kid, and this one's for my nephew. And we're doing this. We're doing it for a charity giveaway, and we're doing – and yep. so that's part of why security has to be like this now. Well, and that's the that's, – that's, if you look at it, that is the part of the problem for security they deal with on an everyday basis. Yes. You also have what we hope they never have to deal with, yes. which is the actual threat of mm-hmm. someone who's trying to do harm yes. to people. And that's what they really are there for. Yeah. And that's why – they cannot allow someone to get that close to Wimby without knowing who it is and what their intentions yeah, yeah. are. But so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I, I think we'll see is it'll come out that there will be other sides of it. Of there will be one side that says he lined up, took two steps back, and ran at her and slapped her in the face. Right, right. And there'll be other, they'll be like, no, they were moving and she moved in and they just hit. It just hit. It's unfortunate. It sucks. So you know what's That's coming. That's why he went over and we, apologized afterwards because he was like, "Look, I definitely did not mean to hit you in the face." And somebody asked if Victor Wembanyama go over and apologized. I don't know if he did. He didn't. He, know. he said he, didn't he know. kept going. He, he, he didn't, didn't know, know what happened. And for the yeah. record, he said he, he said he didn't know until hours later at the hotel room, right. That it was Britney Spears. Okay. Yes, he didn't. So know he didn't know at, at the time. He's not going over to apologize to a crazy stalker who wants to grab him and and hug him or kill like. Like you went over. The security guy went over, and yeah, one security yeah. guy went over and found that it was Britney Spears. I think Texter is asking, like, yeah, why I don't didn't think we, Victor I don't think they go told, over? Then? I don't think they why told. Why they go like, hey, Victor, it was Britney Spears. She wants to take a picture, and the picture probably would have smoothed everything over. I can tell you what this is going right yeah. now, just from a public relations standpoint. Britney Spears will be at a Spurs game. That's done. Like yeah. it's, it happened. she will be a Spurs she home must game be on the this front upcoming row. season. Oh, oh no. yeah, she will be <laughs> courtside, up front row, and then there will be a selfie that goes viral hey. of Victor and Britney Spears. You know what? Hanging out. You know what, Mark Cuban? If you want to win this off season, you need to go get Britney Spears on the Mavs side. <laughs> Try and start this rivalry up again. Yeah. <laughs> you can get her in a man like jersey that. and just be like, those <laughs> people are evil. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, right there. That would be the greatest idea. That's one of the greatest ideas in the history of American sports. If you an NBA is a petty league, and I hope they listen to you, Patrick. Oh, That'd be so fantastic. Petty too. That would be awesome. You know who will do that? Adam Silver. 
<laughs> Adam Silver I, needs Cuban's some. That no, Mark Cuban yeah. is that guy. Mark Cuban's that guy. He's that guy. He gets creative about stuff like that, so he'll think You know, funny. The Rock is going to call him back. Phone number not known. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If we I don't know. If we got the cloud to get Britney Spears in no. this time. I don't I, know the Rockets can, rocket can pull it off. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She can be like, I like Luca. He's a good American kid in a British accent. But no, <laughs> also no, Britney. That is fantastic. All right, that's uh, oh the Wimby effect. Okay, let me give you this real quickly. The tickets uh, apparently they're sold out for the July seventh summer league debut of Victor Wimbenyama. Um, the Thomas and Max Center where they're going to play is a nineteen thousand seat capacity. Uh, they're going to play against the Charlotte Hornets. So uh, Brandon Miller, also number two yep. overall pick, will be on display for the first time as well, debuting. Um, but TMZ is reporting, Jim, the ticket prices uh, for most of those games uh, right now uh, for that game is around $186 per seat in the Which, top. Yep. If you would have bought them early, it wouldn't have been, but they are now sold out. So, yeah, so now it's all secondary, secondary market. market yes. And secondary ticket market is very expensive. The top price, they said, was $617, the most expensive ticket. Mm-hmm. Vegas. That is crazy. Vegas. Yeah. And wow. I'm not, and I'm, I don't, I think a lot of the seating there is general admission too. Most of the time it is. Yeah. Like a lot of Summer League yeah. seating is general admission. But yeah, Friday is must see, must see action there at Summer League. That is fantastic. They said, uh, yeah, the, Basically, Spurs' first game at the Las Vegas Summer League has game has increased 26% in terms of the ticket prices compared to the 2022 Summer League season. The average listed price for day one of the 2023 Summer League, this is overall now, of the Summer League has increased 35% since the announcement last Tuesday of Victor Winbinyama uh, participating in the Summer League. Mm-hmm. Uh, June 27th, that Winbinyama would make his debut there, and that's when the ticket market just went crazy. Love so him. he he's I mean we'll see he's, he's already worth, got it going on. I think he's worth the price for me. I want to see him. Yeah, we all do. The average purchase price for a Spurs home game last season sixty nine dollars. You know what it is right now one hundred forty eight dollars is the average price ticket to attend day one of the NBA Summer League. So you're talking about I mean I can't imagine what the average uh, Spurs ticket price is going to be this year. Oh, I can't wait. It, it'll be up. Oh, you going? How many games you going to? Have you already decided? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, it's going to definitely be weekend. I've been, I've been pretty lucky last few years that people just be giving me free tickets, and oh, I get tickets. Ain't no more. I know, ain't gonna happen no more. <laughs> you done with that, bro? Yeah, you ain't getting those free yeah. like you used to, bro. That's yeah. not happening. No. Um, how about this? Uh, another little stat for you on the trading card market. Uh, when Binyama card sales on eBay have reached well over $1.1 million in the last month. Mm-hmm. $1 million of, of trading card sales, according to uh, KNES. Uh, also, it says here that card sales for Winbinyama only began spiking within the last 30 days after a moderately slow trek of about 1,000 cards being sold on eBay. Wimby's card sales have climbed over 3,000 units sold uh, by draft night and the increased sale quota also saw a growth in cost for Winbinyama's cards at an average of $89 per card with the price ranges online now going from $0.99 cents to $11,000. That's what it's all about. And yeah. it said, according to a report, Wimby's Metropolitan 92 rookie cards on eBay. One listing has Wimbyama Redemption gold-based rookie card from Metropolitan 92s valued at $23,000. Well, I'm going to tell you that this one, Patrick. That's the one you that's need to be looking for. That's the one you need. Yeah, that's the one I need. I'm surprised Jeff Howe hadn't found that yet. <laughs> Been part of his opening on them rookie cards and that's trying to crazy. get that signed. Wow. Uh, we will have uh, Wimby's. Former teammate Tayshawn Thomas on the show next week. Hey, nice. you know why? He's coming hey, on you with, know why, Ron? Why is that? 
Where's he from? Oh, no. The 254, baby. Oh, man. Yeah. And he told me flat out, he said, it was an experience for sure. I can't believe that. Yeah. So nice game. We, we're going to definitely have him on next week. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. We'll get to some more NBA discussion uh, in this top of the six o'clock about NBA free agency. We'll talk Mavs then as well. Uh, but it'll Victor Wimbenyama, Wimby Mania sweeping uh, the mm-hmm. NBA world. What you got coming up for the people on Harsh Knock Life? Well, last week when we were off, it was Bobby Bonilla Day. And Bobby Bonilla gets paid X amount of dollars, over a million dollars, 1.9 to be exact. Every year for the next 13 years, I want to break that down for you and let you know that there's a couple other players that have found those loopholes as well. All right, we'll get into that. Harsh Knock Life on the other side, Bobby Bonilla Day. Bobby Bonilla Day. That's important. Right here on Ball Don't Lie, (laughs) right here on 104.9 The Horn. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Mike. You have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks, but in front of y'all, I'm gonna speak my mind. He has emotional anger issue problems. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to a new theme Thursday edition of Ball Don't Lie. And the theme is about kissing. It's kissing. That international kissing day. And Britney Spears was trying to get a kiss from Wimbenyana in a mm-hmm. uh, in a British accent. And it did not go well for Five her. hands to the face. Five Slam. hands to the face. Slam. <laughs> uh, but it's your boy Hardball Hard. You can follow me on Twitter at Hardball Hard. You can follow my man Rob Babers at Rob Babers. And, of course, you can follow the man behind the glass that's in charge of all of our themes. Mm-hmm. At it's Patrick Davis. We also love it when you're part of the show so hit us up on the specs text line 512-337-3776 okay so july 1st normally as everybody's getting excited for fourth of july you start thinking okay we're for us in radio everybody always talks about oh it's the dog days of summer we gotta try to find stories one person that doesn't need to find a story at any time during this uh summer is Bobby Bonilla, and he can continue to do this every mm-hmm. July 1st. He has something to look forward to every July 1st, and this is going to go on until 2035. Every July 1st from uh, 2011 to 2035, the New York Mets have to pay Bobby Bonilla, who retired, by the way, 20 years ago. Ooh. Bobby Bonilla hadn't hit a baseball in 20 years 20. at the major league level. Time. They pay him $1.93 million every year as part of his contract. Mm. And he still has 12 years on that contract, by the way, folks. So he's going to get $13.1 million within till 2035. And I remember when this happened, this contract runs longer than Bryce Harper's contract that he just signed. <laughs> so it, he, he's running longer than that. Wow. But the beautiful part about this entire situation is how the money got deferred. And I do want to say this, too. Bobby Bonilla is not the only one who the Mets are still paying. <laughs> the Mets are still paying Robinson Cano. When was the last time y'all saw him? He Damn is man. getting $20.25 million. Mm. Former catcher James McCann, he's getting $11 million. Eduardo Escobar, he's getting $9.1 million. These are people that you may not even heard of. Mm. Cliff, uh, Chris Flexen is getting $4 million. Darren Ruff, $3.3 million. Bobby Bonilla, I just told you that. Uh, Tommy Hunter, former pitcher, 
$686,000 and Brett Saberhagen. Yes, Brett Saberhagen, <laughs> who you haven't heard of in a very, long. very long time. On, so they are still getting paid. But here's the beautiful part about Bobby Bonilla's contract that I thought was amazing. In 2000, the New York Mets decided to buy out his contract with a lump sum of $5.9 million. That was all that was left on his contract. Mm. Instead of paying it Im- immediately, the Mets owner at that time, Fred Wilpon, and uh, Bobby Bonilla's agent, Dennis Gilbert. By the way, we talk about David Mugaletta. We need to be talking about Dennis Gilbert because he hooked up this oh, yeah. contract. That's legendary, man. He no- negotiated yeah. the deal to stuff. be paid nearly $1.2 million at 8% yeah. interest. Yeah, man. Over 25 years. Mm-hmm. Then the Mets could use the money to, to create securities and get annual dividends and also make sure that they can have some flexibility when they're trying to build their roster and how they're going to move some of these money, the money around, mm-hmm. i.e., and some of the taxes that are being levied too. He can manipulate that as well. It was a loophole in the Major League Baseball's bylaws. Mm-hmm. So they used it. And not only did he use it, he had deferred the money to spread out over two decades of payments with the annual interest rate of it was locked. It was a locked rate at 8% compounded, ends up to come out to be $30 million by the time he turns 72. So he got that worked out. I don't even know how that happened. Mm. I don't even know where they thought that through because Bobby Bonilla, who played in the big leagues for a very long time, was very, very talented. In case for those that don't know exactly Bobby Bonilla's resume, he was a six-time All-Star three-time Silver Slugger Award winner. He combined to be with Barry Bonds to be one of the best one-two punches in the history of the Pittsburgh Mm. Pirates. And he was a key member of the Miami Marlins when they won their first World Series in 1997. My boy Cliff Floyd was on that team as well. But you would think more people would pay attention to it and say, let me dive, you know, let me try to turn this on and make this happen. Well, This is who else has decided to do that. Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Hmm. Jr. did this as well. He got his money deferred from uh, 2009 that it it ended in 24. It's going to end in 24. So he deferred half of his $116 Hmm. million over nine years. So the Reds had the same flexibility, be able to build their roster, be able to do some different things. And now the Reds must pay our man $3.9 million. Nice. By the way, he got 4% interest on his money. Because, you know, <laughs> the, the market was changing. So he couldn't always get it like that. And another player that has done this is Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts signed a 12-year, $365 million deal. And he got 115 of it deferred. Nice. And he doesn't have the advantage of the compound interest of the deal. That's where he went wrong. Mm. He didn't get the compound interest because, you know, it had been money on top of money on top of money, and it's all a bunch of residual income right there. So the moral of this story is if you're an athlete and you're getting paid a lot of money, Mm -hmm. i.e. Patrick Mahomes, (laughs) who has background in baseball, his daddy knows about that. that. So maybe they can figure out a way to negotiate that deferred payment to where you are having this money come in and out of your life for a very, very 
long time. There's a lot of players that are doing it. There's a lot of players that are looking at it. But I felt I needed to bring up the fact that my man Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid big dollars during this time. That's crazy. It is. I mean, uh, that's, that's, that contract is legendary. It, it's oh, one of the best ever. And the Mets have to be embarrassed about it <laughs> all the time. Well, you know, and, and that's the, I think it was part of that Ponzi scheme. You remember back in the day, the mm-hmm. Mets were part of that Ponzi scheme, and I think that's how the money started to get deferred, and Bobby was like, go ahead and defer my money while you're at it. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, y'all are on the hook for it, so see what y'all can do with it. <laughs> and now you're going to compound the interest, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make sure that I get paid out. My man was supposed to get paid $5.9 million, and he finagled them into $30 million. That is crazy. That is unbelievable. He's a great agent, man. And, Always helps have a good agent. And now he's just... He just sits around and waits for that. Bing. You got you have direct deposit. Man. Remember when AOLs told you you have mail. Mailbox money, man. That's all you want to do. It is straight money. up direct deposit. Mm. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's uh that's crazy stuff. Okay, um let me ask you something uh just real quick, because uh we were talking about this uh earlier. Uh so we were talking about this earlier this week, but Shohei Otani yep. and um him potentially being obviously a a free agent at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the Angels are going to let that happen, that story is gaining a lot of momentum. I heard a conversation about uh, the Rangers They're... actually in Dallas. Uh, in detail. I heard them talking about it, having mm-hmm. a conversation about another sports radio station. Is that realistic? That's definitely realistic. We've Ooh. seen what they've been spending. Man. They went out and got guys. They are, for some reason, they believe that they are printing their own money right now. So they got assets to, they have to a move. Lot of, they have a lot of talent in their minor league to system. To move, yeah. A and lot the Astros don't it. have as much talent right now in the minors because nope. they've moved a lot of it up. Yep. And you said the Rangers are still loaded Rangers there. are still loaded I, in that minor league system. I just system. wanted to get your thoughts. Was it a realistic conversation to have? Uh, because I heard some uh, sports radio stations talking about when it When you Dallas. talk about deferred payment, anything is possible. Well, just because nobody Because don't knows. forget A-Rod. When yes. he came, he got paid big Amy? dollars when he came point. to the Reds. I mean, to the Rangers. Great point. So there's a lot to be desired, and Ooh. Texas wants to be a winner. They are tired oh, no of looking at the Houston Astros and all of their success and Go everything Astros. that's been going on with them. The Rangers are trying to make moves. They went out and got a Jacob DeGrom. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Nathan Uvalde's done a great job on the mound. Mm-hmm. They went and got Seager and they got Simeon. Ooh, by the way, almost their entire infield is an all-star. Oh, they, yeah. You know what the I'm saying? Four, so, the, yeah. four players? Yeah. That's crazy. So you're sitting there and you're looking at it and you're like, okay. Then you got mm-hmm. Garcia in the outfield who now is in the home run derby as well. So – yeah, Texas is trying to do some big wow. things, and they're trying to do it fast. I heard that conversation, and not not much freaks me out as an Astros fan, but that freaked me out. Oh, for sure. I don't know what the price tag's going to be. I mean, basically, it would be an unprecedented price tag, whoever's going to pay that guy the big bucks. But this yeah. year, we're just talking about trading him to a competitor yes. who's going to put them over the top as a championship contender to win the World Series. And I, I hadn't been allowed to talk about the Rangers, but it's, they certainly fit that description of a team that needs that one last piece to push him over the top. And we're talking about World Series for the Rangers. And, yep, we know and, he's two pieces. Yes, yes. exactly. Boy. Yes. So <laughs> it's well worth your money. Whatever it's that well is. It's well worth your money because you're getting two players for the price of two players. <laughs> because you're going to end up paying, you paying one two and a half. You're paying yeah. one and a half. <laughs> exactly. Wow. And Josh Young, too, the young third baseman. I mean, he's an asset. He's the one that just made the All-Star game as well. There's so many guys that are in this, and you look at it and you say, 
all right, who's got who's going to be players? What you need to look at is who they have at the minor leagues and who I mean at the major leagues, but who they have in their minor league system that can help a team later on, like the Anaheim Angels who have struggled and they they're going to be sellers. They have to. They have to now. You cuz they both got all their guys hurt again. I think they're seven games back now. Yeah. The Rangers like that they it was very brief. Yes. The brief shining moment where they had a chance to compete and make it be a a postseason uh, team but they they're not. Yeah. It's not going to happen. They're not there. Yeah. And now just you got Mike the news, Trout Mike Trout with 8 yeah. weeks out. He's it's, it's yeah. done. Yeah. Um that's interesting that the Rangers, ooh. Yeah, Rangers and Otani. And I love your your thought yesterday you brought up about the Braves. Yeah. And the Braves should be one of those teams. They are definitely thinking looking about at it. going all in on Shohei Otani. What's the price? Who's the highest paid player in Major League Baseball right now, per annual? I think it may be is it Scherzer J- or somebody like that on the mound. And but player num- wise, what I think number it's are we Mookie. talking about? I think it's Mookie. What's or the range? Gonna, what's oh, range like are we talking about? Thirty million. Thirty million. Yeah. I mean, what's this guy's going to get? Forty. Somebody's making forty-one this year. He's going to be. Ma- I mean, if somebody makes forty-one now, what is Shohei going to get per year? Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be in the 50. You're talking about 50 million. You have to. And if you're not, <laughs> something's wrong with you. Because you have to talk about that. He's, he's got to be a $50 million. Uh, he's going to be the highest paid athlete in American sports per year. Yeah, Max Scherzer this year is no making way. $43 million. Okay. Scherzer and Justin Verlander are making $43 million. And, and Mahomes is what, close to yeah, yeah, the NFL? The NFL now, they've passed Mahomes. So now they're, they're in the $45 million range too, right? Yeah. The quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be there. And what is Messi making? we got to find out what Lionel Messi's making when he oh, comes he's gonna to, be, you know he's to gonna Inter-Miami get because he's going to be in that conversation too. But I think Shohei it deserves to be the highest paid American Aaron Judge, athlete. Aaron Judge is making $40 million. Mike Trout is making $37 million. Anthony Rendon, Anthony Rendon, who has been hurt ever since he went to Anaheim, hey. he is making thirty eight point five. He's going to make $50 million. He's got to. Wow. He's got to. That's mind-blowing. And he deserves it. <laughs> yeah. And you could, you could make the argument when he gets his $50 million payday per year, he's going to be underpaid. No doubt. You guys can make that argument. You, it's it, like the max salary for LeBron in the NBA. is like, he's still underpaid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's where Shohei is right now. Oh, that's great. All right, yeah. good stuff there. We come back. We got uh, Off the Record on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie, 149 Horn. D.D. Mega doo-doo, I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Delhi Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get it. I break the egg comb. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in, the, good sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie, 104.9 The Horn. Okay, <laughs> I got to ask you guys, did you guys hear the um, <laughs> the Light the Tower program today? Um, and Cameron was on it, Kermit Parker? Yeah. Colonel Parker? Did y'all hear him accept the competitive eating challenge? Yeah, that was not a I smart he was decision going to do by it. him. Yes, I believe the challenge was, I think it was 10 Shipley's Donuts in five minutes? Was that was the That's challenge? I thought it was 10 Donuts, and it just happened to be Shipley's today. It was I don't know. Yeah. Him and Jeff decided on Shipley's. Yeah. I like Shipley's. I'm from Houston, and yeah. so I love me some Shipley's. But Shipley's definitely not the best donut for competitive eating. It's very doughy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a big donut. A lot of yeast. Yeah, a lot of yeast. And by the way, talk about a rookie eating a competitive eating mistake. He did not dunk 
the donut before consuming. He just consumed it dry. The first one he consumed dry. He just started dunking to like the third donut, or like the, like the second one. Mm, like, well, you got to dunk mm, initially. Mm, That's mm. why they dunk the hot dogs in the water. It's gross and disgusting because wet bread is like one of the most disgusting things. It's like wet toilet paper. It's gross. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he wouldn't dunk it. And he had coffee and donuts and he didn't dip in the donut in the coffee. Until like the second or third donut rookie mistake, so he basically quit. I mean, has I think, he not watched Joey Chestnut? Obviously not. He quit like the third <laughs> donut. He was done. He was, it, it, it was a sad. It was a sad state of affairs. He says he's gonna come back better, and he's gonna try Krispy Kreme or Round Rock donuts instead of the Shipley's. I live right by Shipley's, so I don't mind Shipley's, but definitely not a competitive eating donut. Yeah, I, why? Why do you want to ruin? So I did years ago. There was a radio thing of uh, the wings. No, it was burgers. Oh, I think Specs had a new like two pound burger or something. Oh, nice! And they did it, and I couldn't eat a burger for like six months because it was just it was it was trying to shove that How big food was this down. Burger? Oh, it was, like, it was like two pounds with all oh, this fixings and all yes. that stuff. Yeah. But it was a thing where it was literally for like two like six months. I was like, I, I'm good, I'm good. I don't need that, <laughs> and I could just taste it. I could <laughs> taste it for two weeks. Like brush your teeth, mouthwash everything oh. every day, and you're like, no, I can still taste it. It was just trying to shove that much food in your face. And it was like you're trying to do it in speed. Mm-hmm. So it was just eating. And I was like, all right, I'm good. So that's why I don't want to ruin any more foods by doing that. That's a good With point. donuts, you're like, I like donuts. I don't want to see somebody like, hey, do you want to get donuts? You're like, oh, I want to go to the I want to go to the bathroom now. Uh, thanks. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, I did wings once. We did wings you did over a at challenge? the old station. We did a competitive eating challenge. I think it was like. I don't know, maybe it was like six of us or something, and yeah. I did it. I was terrible. I mean, I think, oh, man, I think I might have finished. I mean, you had to clean them? Yeah, was, we, we were timed. I forget the time limit. I was terrible. I, I mean, I think I finished maybe next to last or third to last, something like that. I was not good because I got grossed out by my own self. Yeah. <laughs> Midway through, I looked around. and You can't look around. That's the key. You cannot look around <laughs> if you're a competitive eating that and you're right. like me because I looked around and saw everybody Eating grossly, like <laughs> stuff hanging out of their oh mouths. And Rod, Rod, and I, lo- I, I, I got Rod cleaning out. during a eating competition. <laughs> That's what, basically what happened. I, I basically, I just lost all motivation. And, and like I've known you longer, you don't eat in public. I, I don't eat wings in public. I don't. You know, I don't eat. I don't eat basically food. I have to eat with my hands. I don't eat in public, like barbecue and wings. Yeah. I don't. I don't really like. So that. That's already you're at a massive disadvantage because yes. you're like. I don't even want to be doing this. Yes. I don't want to be doing People this judging for a reasonable amount of food. Thank yeah. you. So I, I did have my head down like the first three minutes, and then I looked up at people looking at me. Took a breath. Yeah. And then looked around and went, oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> and I almost like I got nauseous at that point. So I just couldn't do it. That's why, that's why I don't. I literally, that's the last time I probably ate wings in public. No joke. Yeah. That was it. I don't eat wings. I like I like food a lot. So when I it's it's a real intimate thing for me when I start sucking and licking my fingers and everything. I don't do that in front of people. That's gross. Oh I do that in front gosh. of my wife and that's it. Okay. Have you guys heard about uh we've been talking about Vegas a little bit. Have you guys heard about this ball in Vegas? Yes. You oh, heard yeah. about this? Oh yeah. man, that's amazing. It's crazy. I gotta go see this thing. So apparently there's a two point three billion dollar steer mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. It's almost ready. It's yeah. a spear, 366 feet high, 516 feet wide, 18,000 seats. It's a venue, um, 164,000 speakers, 580,000 square foot LED panels. It's the world's largest spear, and it's officially going to open up. How about this, Patrick, with a U2 concert, actually? See there? It's going to open up with a there U2 you concert. U2, they back. And apparently, guys, the spear is so mesmerizing, it's causing wrecks in Vegas. Because people are looking at it. While they're driving, right. and they're, they're just looking at it, and it's causing wrecks uh, in Vegas. 
That's how yeah. captivated people are with this spear. First yeah. of its kind. It's a concert venue. I it, like, is, I, it is amazing. I do like your, uh, your, your sales pitch to the wife. Look, baby, I got to go to Vegas to see this sphere. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I just got to see this sphere. There's clearly pictures of video of on the internet. I got to go see it in person. <laughs> and yeah. I may gamble and drink and do other things. Bye, buddy, all the sphere. Yeah, there are reports it's causing like massive traffic and then a couple of wrecks. So people are staring at the sphere instead of I, keeping their eyes on the road. I wonder if, I wonder if you can see it. When, you have to be able to see it oh, as you're yeah. flying into Vegas, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, they say NASA got involved, actually. They say Spear, a huge first-of-its-kind concert event venue in Vegas, set to open later this year. It's so high-tech, NASA got involved. The space agency is using ultra-high-resolution cameras on the International Space Station to capture images of the solar system that will feature an immersive exhibit at the Spear this fall. Mm. NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory tasked an ISS astronaut with taking footage using spear cams. It's gonna uh, be like a. They say it's gonna be like a free spacewalk. Mm. Dude, this thing is wild. Yeah. Gotta, it is amazing. You gotta go check it out. It is definitely amazing. Yeah. Oh man, it's a whole new version of surround sound. I guess mm-hmm. something like that. So there you go. The spear in Vegas. I'm sure Wimby's probably seen it already. Oh, yeah. for sure. Everybody, they gave him the tour. I'm sure. Indeed. They probably put Wimby's face on the damn thing. You they think can Britney change Spears all the images. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably why she was thinking, I know him. I know, I him. know him. Y'all got to let me in, too. I'm. Didn't, hold up. Didn't Britney have residence in Vegas? Yes. yes. Is that why she's still there? Is she That's, still there? I assume. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, oh, man. I used to love Britney Spears back mm-hmm. in the day. Not her music, but her. As a, oh, like yeah. A, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I had a friend, and he kept telling me, and he'd play Britney Spears, and I was like, you know, we're listening. This is an audio medium for something <laughs> you keep telling me is a visual mm-hmm. thing. I'm just saying, I think you like the music, and that's okay, <laughs> but don't but don't put this up that you're listening to this because she's hot. Yeah. Not, yeah. That is not how things work. No, yeah. I agree. I'm watching Britney Spears kind of like, you know, saying you read, you read, used to read Playboys just for the articles, and it's like, no, I'm watching Britney Spears. <laughs> Because of what Britney Spears <laughs> used to look like, not her music at all. Right. Because uh, nobody, nobody jams Britney Spears music anymore. It doesn't stand the test of time. Britney uh, Spears don't do. even jam Britney Spears I, no, no, music no more. There, there's still girls that jam it. I don't really? know the guys jam it. Yeah, I still know girls that jam it. They jam Britney Spears like hardcore. Like they're grown women now jamming yeah. Britney Spears. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. That's fascinating. There's no depth. She's, like, she's not Taylor Swift. No, Taylor but, Swift has depth to her. her no, music. but she had stuff that was later in her career that is at least more like. Pop hits that if you're nostalgic for it, you're gonna I, like it. I know, but to me, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like great. Like it's, I don't know. It, it wasn't great music. It was just like it was poppy. No, but I also don't think trendy. a lot of stuff is great music. This I, I think Taylor Swift <laughs> has some uh, what people consider to be great music. I get that. I I don't, but I get it. People do. I, I, I don't. I don't think anybody would throw talent wise her in the same category. No, no, no. Not a, songwriting wise, but that's the thing. Is she was a performer and had other people write her songs. Yeah, she was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same people that wrote Taylor Swift songs write. She writes more of her songs than Britney Spears did. She she writes parts of them, yeah. Yeah. She writes writes some of her songs. (laughs) I know why Patrick dislikes Taylor Swift. She's got to come out as a Spurs fan here to give her some props, I guess. All right. Female listener number one says, shut your mouth. I still jam Queen Britney. Yeah, I'm telling you people listen. (laughs) Okay. All right. Sorry for the Britney slander. Randomly. Didn't know y'all were so offended by that. All right. We'll get to some uh, nuggets and from behind the burner's curtain. We got to talk Texas football. Big 12 media poll is out. Steve Sarkeesian audio from Always College Football uh, Podcast and with the Quinn Yours meet and greet. We'll tell you how you can meet the starting quarterback. All that more right here on Ball Online. We're 1049 the Horn.